When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, the BBL draft is back ahead of a new season and the Melbourne Stars won the lottery for the first pick. So the 376 nominated players are effectively at their mercy. And the general manager, Blair Crouch, is with us. Morning, Blair. Thanks for your time. Good morning, Sam, and thanks for having me. So you had 3, 10, and 23 last year. Pick one this year. This is where you just come clean on your strategy ahead of the draft, Blair. <laughs> You want to hear it all? Yeah, all lay it out. That we've been putting in, just lay it out now. <laughs> uh, oh, look, it's just, it, it, to be honest, Sam, it's fantastic for the club that we're able to, um, you know, have the good fortune of drawing pick one. I mean, it comes with a bit of pressure, but uh, but as you say, you know, we have the ability to look uh, at the entire pool uh, and there are some fantastic players who have nominated at every level. So we've been madly planning and, and doing a lot of work around sort of looking at data and, and analysing who's available. Um, and we've got a couple more sessions between now and Sunday, and we look forward to calling calling someone on Sunday afternoon or Sunday evening who we know will be fantastic to come and play for the Stars. And just on how you got the number one pick, the lottery, which is a system that's been debated and talked about should have come into all sorts of sporting competitions around the globe. How did it work in this case, and how did you get your hands on the prize pick? Yeah, it's a weighted lottery, so it's depending on where you finished in last year's um, finishing order. We finished uh, bottom, obviously, so we had three three balls in the bottom uh, half of the draw. That's uh, positions um, six, seven, and eight. Mm-hmm. So statistically, we were most likely to get pick one. However, there were two other clubs in there, uh, so we were lucky to pull pick one out. Um, you know, which again is fantastic uh, for us to then start planning about how we really capitalise on that. Um, it, look, it is a it's a real privilege to have pick one, so we, um, you know, we're doing all we can to make sure we do that, um, do that pick. The, um, I suppose, uh, all of the benefit that it um, that should that should come with it. Hey, Blair, just the last one on the lottery system itself. Like, so the the critics of that system would say, well, you know, there's a chance, obviously, you could finish bottom like you did and not get the first pick. You could get the third pick. I mean, what would you have made of it if that was how it played out? And did you think it was the best way to go about it? Yeah, I still think it's the best way to go about yeah. it. Whether you'll pick one, two, or three, I mean, ultimately you do um, you do have a pick at the right end of the of the first and second round in particular. It then snakes for the silver round, so there are four rounds in total, uh, and then you're back to the to the front of the queue for the bronze pick. So, well, look, whether you pick one, two, or three, you really do have a look at the best players in the world. So, from our point of view, it wouldn't have been a massive issue if we if we dropped down a little bit, but um, we'll make the most of pick one. So clubs have retention picks, of course, at their disposal uh, to retain some of their, you know, their their most familiar and biggest names. So last year with three, correct me if I'm wrong here, Blair, but you chose to flush out the strikers' retention pick. You had a play on on Rashid Khan before, obviously taking a bolt out of New Zealand. So, look, realistically speaking, you're going to make someone cough up their retention pick, aren't you? Surely. Oh, to be honest, Sam, we'll make as many people burn their attention yeah. picks in round one uh, and round two. Why not? I mean, the reality is there's a bit of strategy for all of the clubs. Yeah. And we called Rashid Khan last year, one, because we, we wanted him to play for the Stars. But two, it meant that there was a player further down the order that if we had have had a chance to call, I think, in the bronze round, that player had played for Adelaide last year. So mm. if they still had a retention pick, they might have used it then. Um 
I'll be calling Rashid Khan on Sunday night. There's no doubt. Why wouldn't you? He's the best player in the world. Um, so I'm sure any any club who had pick one or you know a pick ahead of the strikers will be calling his name. Uh, and look, we'll just see where we get to. Um, but definitely, there'll be a few other games yeah. played on Sunday night. I'm sure. So once you call Rashid Khan and whoever else you, you're going to do, the the fact that the quality of the 376 that are nominated, I think there's 25 platinum picks in both the men's and the women's drafts. There's 14 Englishmen among this list as well. I mean, I'm not sure. Harry Brooks, the headline act for many, with it, without pinpointing names, are you more inclined to go with a bat or a bowler? Um, look, we are, you know, our plans have been built around what we need from a list point of view. So it's, it's public that we traded Zampa to the Gades last year. So clearly um, spin has been part of our focus. Um, you know, but then there are there's real box office players mm. um, who we have access to at pick one, um, whether that's Harry Brook or Shadab Khan or Harris Ralph, uh, Fafdu Plessis, Quinton de Kock. I mean, there are serious players available at pick one who we know are game game winners, and they've proven themselves right around the world. So, um, you know, we'll be we'll be finalising what that strategy is, but certainly we're very we'll be very clear on on what sort of player or the type of player we need for our three picks. Speaking of Melbourne Stars, uh, General Manager Blair Crouch. So, Blair, last year, I think by and large, most clubs prioritised availability over the resume of a player. Now, we'll get to the changes that the BBL's made to sort of try and offset that or help that. But are you more inclined to do that again, or is it a balancing act on that front? It's definitely a balance. I I think it's great that most of the Platinum players are available for at least, I think, 80% of the game. So, 8 out of 10 of the sort of the home and away games, which is fantastic. Um, it is a balance. I mean, that won't be the determining factor if we choose a player. We'll choose the best player available, knowing if we then have to cover that particular player if they needed to go to other duties, then we can bring a replacement overseas player in. Um, you can do that throughout the tournament, as, as tournament as long as you don't have any more than six overseas players at any given time. Um, so you can get a bit clever about what you do, you know, in the back half of the tournament should an overseas player not be available for finals. Uh, what have you made? So obviously the MOU gets signed. So there's more cash. The changes. There's less games. What have you made of that when it when it comes to retention? The right levers pulled. Do you think? And, and will it help? I think it will. Um, you know, reducing the BBL to ten games plus finals. I think is um, you know has hit a hit a chord with our fans as well. And I think there are going to be more big games of sort of um, I suppose moments of consequence this year. You know, we're limited to the number of games we'll be playing at the MCG, so we hope All-Stars fans make the most of those games and come down and watch us play. Mm. Um, I think probably, you know, the thing that will happen in the years to come is the BBL will find the right window. You know, this year we sort of start relatively early in December and go through to the end of Jan. So I think ideally in the years to come, we, we start a bit later and really focus on that school holiday period. Um, and if that's the case and we're playing 10 games um, and plus finals, I think that's perfect. Uh, and right where we need to be. Now, we talk about Sunday's draft, of course, but you're not sitting on your hands. You, you went and signed Mark Steckerty, the Brisbane Heat quick. Yeah, we've been busy in the off-season. I think last time yeah. you know, I spoke to them, we, we sort of said there's a few signings to come. Um, yeah, we've <laughs> been pretty aggressive with our list this year and bringing in Joel Paris, Mark Steckerty, uh, obviously Sam Harper coming across um, You know, from the Renegades has really uh, strengthened our list. And um, you know, we're excited to see what we can do uh, this year, once we start playing, um, Mark's been, you know, fantastic already with the, the interaction we've had, and we're looking forward to getting him into the group. He's bowling well. I see he was on a hat trick the other day up at Allen Borderfield uh, as part of some of the preparation games. So, yeah, very much looking forward to seeing him bowl at the G, and of course the big one in Scotty Bowling. Yes. Um, you know, having having signed him, so 
we're not sure how much we'll see of Scott this year, but um, yeah, it's been a real boost to the group and our fans have you know, really appreciated Scott uh, coming back to, to, to Team Green. So looking forward to seeing him back at the G. Geez, talking through all this, there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic, Blair, and that's without even getting to who you're going to end up taking at, at pick one in Sunday's draft. So we wish you well, mate. A lot to be excited about if you're a follower of the Stars, which so many of us are. So good luck with the draft and, and the preparations as they unfold. Appreciate it, Sam. Thanks for your support and go Stars. There's Blair Crouch there, the Melbourne Stars GM. A uh, bit of thinking to do before Sunday's draft, but they're playing for keeps, aren't they? They'll make clubs burn their retention picks, and why wouldn't you? Okay, buddy bet users, this is what you want to do. Go to the Captain's Run account, and uh, during the footy finals, comment a like on the jackpot group, what he's gambling really costing you. So no Friday night game this week, of course. So things are going to be adjusted. Now, during the AFL finals, buddy bet will be putting up a guaranteed jackpot of $10,000 every game. Usually that, that jackpot pertains to Friday night footy only, but during the finals, it'll be every game. And on grand final days, the one worth forecasting, the jackpot will increase to 50000 and it's not most disposals. It's for the Norm Smith medal. So it's going to be a massive footy final series for Buddy Bet. Big jackpots every game of every weekend. Buddy Bet users, just get to the Captain's Run account during the finals. Comment or like on the jackpot group. What is gambling really costing you? The Captain's Run has been for state transport. Our people are your solution. We'll get to a break now. Oh, in fact, no, just before we get to a break, I think we've just got some time. I really wanted to bring you this. There's been a lot of uh, the Australian cricketers doing various talk shows and appearances of late out the back of the ashes, of course. And I wanted to bring you a little snippet. This was on the late show with Maddie Johns. They're in good form. Pat Cummins, Usman Kawaja, all things around the Lord's Test, all things around Stuart Broad, um, Johnny Best. I have a, have a listen to this. Uh, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Is Stuart Broad <laughs> the biggest knob jockey in world cricket? I'm not looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a question for Paddy. Yeah. Um, would he be top three? Yeah, I can't think of the other two. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with him? To me, he's been all right, but yeah. to Paddy, he's... Yeah, he's going, yeah. But then he's yeah. nice as pie the next day. Yeah. Yeah, did, oh, so do you think it was just on the field? What goes on the field stays on the field, or...? I don't know, picks and chooses. Does he? Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah, a few of those. Who doesn't? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I ask you, the Lord, Lord's members... Mm. Can, lovely, can, lovely people. Can you, can you give us a little bit more of an insight into things they may have said? What'd you have for breakfast? Right, yeah. 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 What are you going to do after the game tonight? Yeah. I don't like a cover drive. Don't like cover drive. Don't make fun of my cover drive. Oh, really? Yeah. You were quite angry. The MCC is like the most, like, oh, here, here, you know, like they're just. Well done, old chap. Yeah, old yeah. chap. They're just like, they'll clap you if you get a duck, they'll clap you if you get a They don't care, yeah. they'll just clap you. So it kind of took us off guard. Boys, we're coming in there, and these guys are like a pack of dogs, just, just coming at you. Froth- they literally, one of, the was froth- one of the guys that stopped was frothing at his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, was that, were they swearing? Like, yeah, every day, like. I must say, it was probably the least scary mob that I've ever <laughs> seen. <laughs> Pretty good, that. That was Pat Cupboards, Usman Kawaja, The Late Show with Matty Johns. Thought it worth bringing you a snippet of that. We'll take a break, our final break, and we'll be back to tidy up and hand over to the pipe after this.